Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football! Football, yeah! Football! Yeah. Football! Yeah. Yes, welcome to this uh, special bonus episode here. A little, I guess we'll call it a Mackie and Judd short. A Mackie and Judd football short. Football. Because we have a fun... Special announcement here, Judd Zolgad, executive yes. producer, Declan Goff. Our special guest here is the vice president and director of athletics for St. Thomas University. And uh, Phil Esten, we are super pumped here at Score North to be the radio flagship home of St. Thomas Athletics, starting with the football season. September 11th is now the first game at Michigan Tech, 1130 pregame. Noon kickoff on Score North Radio, AM 1500 in the Twin Cities, the Score North app, and live.scorenorth.com. You guys are officially a Division One football program, Phil. Yeah, you know, how about that? We're, we're excited to partner uh, with AM 1500, too. Obviously, a good history with the Hubbard family, um, a tremendous history for AM 1500 covering sports in, in the region. And, uh, you know, for us, it's, it's a really great fit, and we're excited to be part of, part of the family. So, Phil, what's this been like? Um, just the whole months, years long ramp up now uh, to transferring a program that, you know, D3 was incredibly successful in a lot of sports and now taking that step up, not to D2, uh, but to to Division One, and not just in football, but we're talking hockey, we're talking basketball. That undertaking had to be enormous. Yeah, and, and oh, by the way, COVID happened in between there too, right? And so, just a small uh, thing there. Just Phil. A small yeah. thing we've all been dealing with is the global pandemic. It, it's been, um, it feels like it's been about a decade, to be honest with you, you know, but it was only uh, just over two years ago that we learned we'd no longer be uh, part of the MIAC moving forward. And then just over a year ago, we learned that the NCAA um, provided us a pathway to move directly to Division One. And really, since then, guys, uh, we've been building out the infrastructure. Uh, to make this move. And that's, it's not just, you know, it's, it's everything from scheduling and assistant coaches and equipment contracts and agreements, CCM with hockey and Nike with most everything else and some others, but it's also the regulatory environment and really having to make sure that everybody's certified in the compliance setting. Um, what does our academic support systems look like? What are we doing across the board uh, financially as we introduce uh, athletic scholarships uh, to the University of St. Thomas? How do we partner with other groups on campus to make sure that there's a lot of seminar synergies uh, as we kind of integrate our systems into campus systems that help support 
this Division One launch. And, you know, it all came to fruition just over a week ago when our women's soccer team played the very first Division One contest for us. They tied Northern Iowa in double overtime. Went double overtime, 0-0. Zero, zero. We walked away with a tie, and I've never been so happy to tie. Um, <laughs> and then just this, la- just this last Sunday, women's soccer also, um, you know, had our first win. They beat Chicago State. Uh, down in in Chicago for our first Division One victory, so we're off and running. Um, you know, as, as you mentioned, our, our first football game will open up on the road. Now that we had this last this first game uh, canceled, we'll open up on the road to Michigan Tech, and we're excited. Um, and 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 you may have just mentioned this, but just to highlight it even further, this is the first time an NCAA uh, school has ever gone from Division Three to Division One with all of its sports in one swoop. That's right. And so what are you, you touched on some of the, 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 just sort of the broad things that you have to account for in the infrastructure, but like tell our audience, cause that's a lot. I mean, even from a competition standpoint, just to get, you know, football players in division one versus division three, like there's size differences and there's just, you know, what are like two or three things that you guys have had to hyper-focus on quickly to get ready to be division one across the board? Yeah, you know, first first of all, I'll say that a lot of our student athletes were probably in the margins between Division Three and Division One to begin with, and I yep. think you've seen that. Our fans have seen the, one of the reasons we're highly competitive is because those student athletes that may have been kind of on that border decided to come to St. Thomas for whatever reason. It might have been academics. It might have been because it was closer to home. It might have been because the culture or the you know the um, the campus setting. But we, we do have a number of student athletes that were Division One recruited student athletes. And so could have been competing at that level. Not all of them, but, um, I, you know, I have a sense. My sense is that it's going to be a little bit of a journey for us. You know, we're not going to um, immediately be competitive as, as much as we were at the Division Three level. But I also don't think um, across the board it's going to it has to take us as long as some might think it, it, it would otherwise, because we've got a pretty good infrastructure in 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 place. Um, one of the things we really focused on though is culture. And I think it'd be really easy, particularly given the transfer portal marketplace and some, some of the other kind of conditions that are happening with NIL to, to take shortcuts um, and to try to focus on winning too quickly. We're in a provisional period where we can't nec- we don't necessarily uh, qualify for NCAA championships until after a few years into this transition. So it allows us to really focus on recruiting kids that we think are the right kind of fit at St. Thomas, focus on culture, don't take shortcuts, don't cut corners. Uh, and so that uh, two, three, four, five years from now, we are in a place where we can be sustainably successful towards the top of the conferences. And I tell you what, we're, we're walking into some conferences. The women's WCHA is inarguably the toughest in the country. Yeah. Uh, and so, we're, you know, we opened with Ohio State at Ohio State. Our men's hockey team opens with St. Cloud. That's a cloud. And so um, there's no rest for the weary here as, as we launch into Division One. Dag, that's the only time Declan's going to root against you, actually. Okay. Might be Huskies. I'm, a, I'm a Husky guy. <laughs> that's going to be a tough conference, though. You're not kidding. Yeah. Hey, Phil, what's, what is the, the, the challenge, too, outside of just the enormous jump? What's the challenge of, of doing your job in college sports now, making the transition uh, to D1 with the things that you just talked about, which, which is – um, kids are transferring now. I mean, it's like pro sports. Hey, I'm a free agent. I can leave. Uh, kids can now for the first time legally make money. What's this whole challenge? Like just of trying to manage and comply with something that has to be a ton of unknowns. Yeah. It, to say that we're in a, at an inflection point in our industry, I think is an understatement. I don't know. 
that there's ever been as much disruption or change in our industry as there is right now. And, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, as we think about the governance of college athletics and do we have the right structures in place, division one, two, and three? Um, do we have the right infrastructure in place to support modern college athletics? And it's defined differently today than it was 30 or 40 years ago. How do we properly and successfully allow our student athletes to pursue um, income for their name, image, and likeness? I think that's the right thing to do, but we have to do it in an environment that's fair and equitable, that doesn't lead to one school having competitive advantages over another one simply because um, their NIL environment might be a little bit different. I think that's important to try to maintain some competitive parity in, in that regard. And then, of course, as you said, the, the transfer market, again, I think it's the right thing to do. Um, allow student athletes to really test the marketplace um, to transfer in the transfer portal. If it's not working at their institution for whatever reason, let's not penalize them. Um, let's allow them kind of the opportunity to look at some other opportunities. But on the same side of that, have our eyes wide open. You know, I I, um, I liken it to to some professional baseball teams that have built successful programs over time, and they built it through the draft. And how do you build your system? How do you build your ball club through player development over time through the draft? But when you get to a point where you think you can make a run, you might plug holes with free agency. And that's the way I'm, you know, some of our coaches might be thinking about the transfer market in that let's really develop player development through recruiting, bring them in as freshmen, maybe really develop this over time. But if we've got to hold a plug here or there, how do we find the right way to kind of fit that, um, whether it's a graduate transfer or otherwise? And so you're right. It's, it's far more complex than it was 25 or 30 years ago. But it's for the right. It's for all the right reasons. It's modern athletics, and it's what we have today, and it's what we're moving forward with. Uh, Phil, hey, last thing for you here, and, and I'm sure we'll talk again. Um, so, the, a reminder: the first game, the first Division One game for St. Thomas at Michigan Tech University. It's going to be an 11:30 pregame noon kickoff on Score North Radio, AM 1500 in the Twin Cities, the Score North app, ScoreNorth.com. The first home game. If people want to actually see um, the first home game. Uh, on campus against Butler on September 25th at noon. What will that home atmosphere be like? Uh, it was already a great atmosphere, Division Three. I mean, what will it be like, Division One now? Yeah, you know, I, I have to tell you, you know, I've, I've obviously traveled across the country with college football and have been in some stadiums that are 100,000 seat stadiums and the tailgating environment, the atmosphere. And frankly, there's nothing better than playing football on campus on a fall Saturday afternoon. And for us to be able to open against Butler, a, a very historic, college athletics name. Um, I, I think it'll be appealing to a lot of people, hopefully to come out and, and just kind of check out what division one football at St. Thomas looks like. I fully expect it to be sold out. Um, we're about a five to 6,000 seat stadium. Uh, and so get your tickets quickly. And, and I think you're going to see a lot of festivities. I think you're going to see a lot of fanfare on campus. It, you're going to, you're going to smell college football. You're going to see college football. You're going to hear college football in its really in its purest sense. And so I'm excited about the 25th and bringing everybody back to campus to see kind of the new era of, of Tommy football. Love it. Football. Love it. Phil Aston, vice president and director of athletics, St. Thomas. Um, hey, we appreciate you coming on. We're pumped for this partnership and to help blast you guys off into uh, the world of division one football and other sports. Yeah. You know, I appreciate it too. The partnership means a lot to us. We're excited about what the future holds between, you know, between, uh, the two groups, and uh, hopefully we we'll see you all out here in a couple of weeks. Roll Tops. Awesome. All right. Thanks, that's, uh, that's a Mackie and Judd short here with some breaking news. We'll see you guys next time. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard.
The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.